Welcome to Lay's Little Golden Books. I hope you kids enjoy today's story. And maybe the grown-ups will remember it from their own childhood. Alvin and the Chipmunks Alvin's Daydreams Written by Michael Tiedelbaum A Golden Book Deep in outer space, Alvin sat at the controls of a sleek, fast-moving spaceship. With his brothers Simon and Theodore at his side, Captain Alvin battled to save the universe from the evil Earlock Empire. Enemy ship straight ahead, Captain, said Simon. Arm laser cannon, shouted Alvin. Laser cannons armed, Captain, said Theodore. Let's blast these guys out of the sky, said Alvin as he reached up with his right hand to press the firing button. Alvin, said a voice. The enemy commander is calling to surrender, thought Alvin. Alvin, continued the voice, I see that your hand is raised. What is the answer? Alvin jumped. He realized that the voice belonged to his teacher. She was calling him back to the reality of her classroom from the outer space world of his latest daydream. Uh, stammered Alvin, the answer is 42. Alvin, said his teacher, we were studying geography. On the way home from school, Simon talked to his brother about his daydreaming in class. You'll never learn anything if you don't pay attention, Alvin, he said. Uh-huh said Alvin, who was not really paying attention to Simon. Come on, I'll race you home. Simon just shrugged as Alvin ran on ahead. The next day in the middle of science class, Alvin was lost in another daydream. This time he was playing in the World Series. Now batting, boomed the announcer's voice from the loudspeaker. Alvin Seville. The crowd cheered as Alvin stepped up to the plate. The whole series depends on me, thought Alvin. The pitcher fired the ball toward home plate. Alvin swung and belted it. It's a long drive deep to left field, began the announcer. It's going, going, it's gone. A home run. Alvin Seville's clutch hit wins the World Series for the Chipsters. Alvin, are you paying attention? asked his teacher. Please, no interviews until after I've taken a shower, answered Alvin, still lost in his World Series daydream. The rest of the class laughed. The teacher looked at Alvin and said, Alvin, this daydreaming of yours is really becoming a problem. I'm sorry, said Alvin. I'll pay attention from now on. But Alvin's problem just got worse. One day, he daydreamed that he was a pirate, riding the high seas in search of sunken ships and buried treasure. Ahoy, mateys! This is Long Alvin Silver, your pirate captain, he shouted. After that, he daydreamed that he was a cowboy, riding the range. Okay, partners, it's roundup time, said Cowboy Alvin. Yippee-o, Kaye! All of this daydreaming worried Alvin's teacher. Meanwhile, Alvin had a worry of his own. What am I going to do? He asked Theodore one evening at home. Everyone in my class has to write a composition for next Monday, and I don't know what to write about. 
What about how I spent my summer vacation, or what I want to be when I grow up, suggested Theodore. No, answered Alvin, we did those already. This is an open theme. The students can write about whatever they want, but I can't think of a thing. The next morning, Alvin was back to his daydreaming in class. This time he was a spy looking for double agents and using the latest high-tech gadgets. I've spotted the double agents below. I'm moving in now, announced Alvin into his secret cufflink radio. Finally, Alvin's teacher called Dave at work and asked him for some help. Alvin's daydreaming in class is hurting his schoolwork, said the teacher. I'm very concerned because he's missing so much that goes on in class. That night after dinner, Dave went into Alvin's room. But before Dave could say anything, Alvin spoke up. Dave, began Alvin, I'm stuck. What's the matter, asked Dave. I've got to write a composition by Monday, but my mind's a blank. I have no idea what to write about. Dave smiled. I had a talk with your teacher today, Alvin, he said. Uh-oh, said Alvin. Am I in trouble for my daydreaming again? Don't you see, Alvin, started Dave. Your daydreaming means that you have a terrific imagination, and having a terrific imagination is good. It's only your timing that's bad. Timing, Dave? asked Alvin, who was now paying close attention. Sure, continued Dave. When you're in class, you should be paying attention to the teacher. That way you won't miss anything that's going on. But when it's time to write a composition, explained Dave, you should let your great imagination soar. Think of it as a kite of ideas and turn those daydreams into compositions. That's what imagination is all about. Gee, said Alvin, I never thought anyone would be interested in my daydreams. Thanks, Dave. If you'll excuse me, I've got some writing to do. Dave smiled as he closed the door behind him. Alvin got right to work. Let's see, should I be a brain surgeon or a chemist or maybe even a prize-winning writer? Alvin spent the rest of the weekend writing adventure after adventure, each one making a fine composition. And on Monday, when his teacher asked for volunteers to read their compositions, Alvin was the first one to raise his hand. The end. Thank you.